Welcome to another episode of Really Healthy, brought to you by Alpine Plastic Surgery. I'm Scott Mitchell. And I'm Melanie Douglas. Oh, do we have a fun episode for you today. We're going to talk about a new little challenge or an, an experiment. I'm a human crash test dummy, and I'm going on this little journey here to find out of all the different eating plans there are out there, what's actually the best one. And we've started with intermittent fasting. So we're gonna talk about some of my results with it and kind of how you can get started with it and all those fun things. Plus um, there's food for your brain yep. that's really, really good. And you wanna check that out. And uh, we got a couple of challenges, nutrition and food. So yep. we got a lot of fun. Okay, let's get right into it. So this past week started this intermittent fasting and and here's your weight. So Boom. you start at 379. You're under the 350. You yes. hit 348. Yes. Lost it, how so, much weight this week? So I lost four pounds this week. Impressive. Yes. And you say it's all from the fasting. I can totally feel it. Right. I seriously can. And so I uh, I started the program, and I you know of course you're you're worried about are you? It's so strange because I I have not felt hungry at all. I haven't had like these hangry pains or like I fasted in my life before. Uh -huh. I, like I do it like just because of, you know, religion once a month. Right. Yeah. And, and I always feel miserable <laughs> when I do it and you're like, Oh, I'm so hungry. And, and this, and so it's, it's a different thing. Well, what's uh, your schedule? What are you following? Um, okay. So, so what I'm doing is I don't, I, I, the first meal I have is at 1130. Okay. And that meal is normally what I would have for breakfast. So you eat breakfast foods? So I so yeah, and it it's okay. basically been kind of the veggie omelet thing. So it's it's okay. eggs with spinach and mushrooms and feta cheese. Awesome. And I top it with um salsa. Cheese? Just kidding. No. That was a test. <laughs> <laughs> uh with salsa. Okay. And then and then um I usually have something that I've either prepared or I've gone and got something to eat, but it's it's and it's more like a dinner, and I'll have it somewhere around oh six thirty. Okay. Six o'clock, six thirty, and then I'm done. So you have an eating window of seven hours, and then you fast yeah. the rest. Okay, about two meals a day R roughly. in seven yeah. hours. Okay. Yeah. So that that's it. Okay. And I have had no. No issues whatsoever. I haven't. I haven't felt lethargic. I haven't felt hungry. I haven't felt. I haven't had any headaches. I haven't had, and and I would say it's it's fairly close to the clean protein, the mm -hmm. meals, uh, what I've been having. But it it's just it's just kind of normal food. Nothing nothing spectacular. Uh, I no snacks in between. No nothing, and I've uh, dr I've had a lot of water. I've been drinking a lot of water. And when does your workout? Because people always ask, do you work out when you're fasting, or so when have you been working out? So I haven't. Oh yeah. Only because <laughs> my you life has been that. turned upside down <laughs> right. uh, with my with my schedule, which that's the end of it. So my fall schedule is brutally hard. It's six days a week at a minimum. I mean, there's sometimes I'm even with travel, you know, seven days, and so. If people uh, would just stop over, watching over. football. I'm no kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do you have? Would you like to stop watching football? Yeah. Or, uh, I mean, yeah. I have football yeah. fans in my house. Right. We we don't have to get into yeah. football. Uh, but uh, so so things will will wind down. But part of this, part of why I'm excited about this is it's the first of December, mm -hmm. and and so I'm I'm committed to doing it because I'm not into 
I'll do it after the holidays or I'm going to have this New Year's challenge. I, I just want to look at, I just, I'm just going to, this is just a, this is just a journey for me anyways. It's, a, it's right. just a curiosity. It's just like, because well, I've heard all of these crazy things about um, certain, you know, different, and I just want to know for myself. This is all, it's, it's just for me to find my own satisfaction, my own understanding, my own decision about what really works and what really doesn't. And I have to say, so far, I've, I, it's been better than I thought it would be. Okay. I'll just put it that way. Well, that's good. And what, I mean, you're doing the most maintainable of intermittent fasting. So sometimes when people intermittent fast, they go a day without food and then they eat food. Or sometimes they fast for 36 hours um, every couple of weeks. And so what you're doing is a daily, you know, 16-8-ish type of thing where people generally can stick to this because it is doable. Um, and it, there's lots of really, really interesting research and it, and also the research kind of shows how we've been thinking about diet and weight loss kind of backwards for like 50 years. And so I just can't. But we're, this we're gonna, is but yeah. this is why, you know, when we talk about these things, this is exactly why I'm, I want to do this, because I've heard so many different things at different times and a new study comes out. Right. And it's kind of that joke they have. You, you've seen that commercial where you go, no wonder everyone is so confused because at first eggs are are really good for you and then eggs are really bad for you and then and eggs now are they're good, good again. and now they're good again yeah. and uh in fact i was talking to a friend and they were saying something like someone was eating 12 eggs a day because it was the best food for your brain as far as as it related to concussions that um, oh, wow. there was a high your brain is full of cholesterol and what a good cholesterol i don't know what it was but again it's just another one of those crazy statements or or something that's actually happening. So this is fun to go on this quest yeah. to find out, you know, what what really works and what really doesn't work. And I'm happy that you're sharing it with, with the world and anyone who wants to listen because a big part of changing your diet is you want to hear people's experiences with it. You say, I'm going to change my lifestyle. How are other people doing it? And so I think as you share your experience with it, you'll help other people either be willing to take the leap to try something new or find tactics that help them stick to it as well. Or you may find after 30 days that this is not the plan for you, but you're never going to find your perfect eating plan until you try a few different things. Yeah, so. no, I, I totally agree. And that, that's a big part of why we did this was to give people uh, unbiased information and share things with them and encourage people and and get to a point where um, we're just living really healthy lives. Because I, I know for me that, you know, with, with my dad and everything that happened with him and, and that he just died from being overweight, and I felt his struggle in my life. I know how how challenging it is but i also am determined to to figure it out and to 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 find health in my life and um for me it's really cool the 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 response i've got from people because i've had so many people that are so supportive so uh willing to help out it's it's a little bit of what kind of fostered this idea of just trying all these different things because i've had so many people Hey, try this, try that. And, and I've heard all of the different things. I've done so many of them. So, yeah. Um, all right. Okay. We're going to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about how you can actually start intermittent fasting. And uh, it's not that complicated. And we'll get into some of the benefits of actually why it is so good for you. And there, there are amazing, amazing health benefits to intermittent fasting. And I, it, may be, it may not be what you think it is. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second. 
Welcome back to Really Healthy. Scott Mitchell, Melanie Douglas here. So I've started this little experiment. Our first, ex- our first, um, well, I guess I call it eating plan or strategy, or because I'm not calling Those are it all a good diet. Words. I know. I'm not Don't call it, it a this, diet. This is not a diet. It's an experiment in health. It's... And uh, so, so intermittent fasting. You've heard all these different things about it, and and Melanie's going to give us a, kind of an explanation of what it is because I think there's a because it's scary to people. Uh-huh. It's it sounds radical. It sounds like. How can you deprive your body of eating? That just flies in the face of common wisdom and logic and revving that metabolism. So so what is intermittent fasting? So intermittent fasting is scheduling times. It's basically you have periods of the day where you don't eat, where you fast, or days at a time. And that's what a lot of people have questions about intermittent fasting because they're like, do I do it for days or hours or what's the schedule? But in general, it includes all of those different patterns, and we'll get into which one works. But it has set periods of the day where you don't eat. You completely fast. And the most common one is the one you're doing, which is a 16-8 type of style. So you have eight hours during the day where you get to eat. And it doesn't matter what you eat. Um, I, I do want to say it does matter, but for... So can you go to an all-you-can-eat buffet and, and, and eat for eight hours? Or I mean, because that's the first thought that goes into your mind. You go, oh, wow, I have eight hours. I can do a lot of damage in eight hours right. of eating. So there has to be some you know moderation what? A there. A big part of what, eat, what makes an eating plan work is that it's practical and doable. Okay. And it's easy to understand. So you don't want to overcomplicate it and say, you can only eat this many carbs and this and these recipes. So in general, you have eight hours, you can eat two, two meals um, or one big one. And it, it doesn't matter. But if you want to get the most out of it, you're already taking the effort to follow the plan, right. then keep eating healthy because you're going to get more out of it. You're going to be more successful. But in general, yeah, you have eight hours and you can choose. So the great thing about it is you can change that eight hour window. So you might say, I have a busy morning. I'm going to eat breakfast and lunch and skip dinner, or I have a dinner party tonight and I'm going to eat, move my eight hour window window to tonight. So what happens with intermittent fasting though, is your body is, um, it, it's either burning calories or it's you're eating calories, right? right? And you have these periods of you're either eating or you're fasting. But what's happened is over the years, we just eat, right? We started eating six small meals a day. And we told ourselves that if you stopped eating, your metabolism would slow down. Well, you need to stop eating at some point because your body needs to do other things. There's housework. Your body has housework. So, um, all right, th- there's this article and it's... Um Tell me about it because uh, we, we need to get to it anyways. Right. So uh. this is from Harvard, and they're talking about intermittent fasting, a surprising update. And a lot of the the, uh, the research with intermittent fasting is in mice or rats, which we always go, is that really applicable to humans? Well, that's where it all starts. But there are lots of good studies that are showing that intermittent fasting can help um, reduce your insulin levels, your blood pressure, your blood pressure, your cholesterol, and type two diabetes, type two yeah, diabetes, um, even for things like cancer, Parkinson's disease. So basically, what's happening is all throughout your body, you need time to clean up. You have damaged cells that your body needs to get rid of. But if it's constantly having to metabolize food, it doesn't have a chance to do that. And there's actually a word for this. It's called autophagy. Have you heard of autophagy? Um, I have recently because yes. I know about all of this, but before very recent, no, I had not heard of it. Autophagy is a huge thing. And you know what? The, two, the 2016 uh, Nobel Prize was awarded 
to the researcher who basically brought autophagy to the surface. And it basically means to eat thyself. Oh. And your body is getting rid of damaged cells. It's cleaning up. It's it's housework. Is that is that part of why there's inflammation? Yes. Because you think about your your body um, inflames itself when it's damaged. When right. It's, and so, you, in in essence, you're kind of damaging your body by certain ways that you're eating or certain. Well, is that, is even that an just accurate eating statement? brings contaminants into your body. I mean, we eat there. There's pollution and all that stuff that eating introduces sometimes it brings nutrients but sometimes it also just leads to more damage so yeah there are lots of things that damage our cells and you know what that's just a part of the cell life too is they they get damaged and normally we when we didn't eat all day long 24 7 our bodies had time to repair those damaged cells or consume them break them down and turn them into other good things so we need time for that. So you want to check out our website, uh, reallyhealthyshow.com, and we actually have posted a link to this uh, article, and it shows a lot of um, the, the incredible benefits to uh, intermittent fasting and fasting. Okay, so you've said something right. about eating six meals a day. Yeah. And I've heard this, and I've lived this, and, and I, I mean, I've heard from very well-respected people, I, I know there are nutrition companies out there that preach this to, you know, it, it, is, it is the core of their whole philosophy that it's six small, small meals and intermittent fasting flies directly yeah. in the face of that philosophy. And that's where for me, this whole, because it, it, it's like your metabolism, you know, I went on the biggest loser and they said, Oh, you, you have wrecked your metabolism forever. You will. You you can only have six hundred calories a day, uh, because and you have to work out ten hours a day, and you have to do okay. all these things. And so, so, and again, this is part of why it's so confusing. And I have to point something out. Please. I just have to stop you because this is huge. Yes. Okay. So the difference between what you did on the Biggest Loser is you went on a low calorie diet for over time. You were always on a low calorie diet. You were eating a trickle of food. Food was trickling in at low amounts all the time. So what that does, that does make your body say, this is a long-term thing. When I was working out about 10 hours a day too. Yeah, but the trickle of food, the constant low-calorie diet, we know that doesn't work. But intermittent fasting is different. It's not always a trickle. It's just enough of a fast for your body to have time to do other things. And then there's that time to fuel your body. And it's about giving your body those breaks and having that natural ebb and flow between eating and fasting. So it's not it's not necessarily, um, and and I think that's that's something people need to understand is this intermittent fasting is not like depriving your body of food. Yeah, you can you're, eat. You're getting you can eat. You're getting all the nutrition that you have, and it's not not complicated. Okay, so we have about a minute here in the in the break, in the segment, but. Um, so what about time? Because you mentioned different ways of eating. And so I'm on this like six, right. tw- eight, I don't know. What, what, what did you say I was? 16 I, to eight. 16 to you eight. You have eight hours where you get to eat. Is there, a, is there a better time? Can you fluctuate it as you're going through this so, or should you stay on exactly the same time? A couple things to note is one, the first few days are always going to be hard, even though yours have been pretty easy because your body's circadian rhythm and you're, it's used to eating at a certain time. So there's going to be a, a phase where you're Maybe you don't feel great or you're hungry or you have a headache, but your body gets used to it and you can change your pattern of eating. So you can change the time.
time, but it's really about giving yourself that window every day of at least 16 hours. You might even want to do a 24-hour fast where you just have dinner. You work out right before you eat because you're amped up. There's so much more we could say. Can we just keep going? We can, but we're going to take a break. All right, uh, great stuff. Uh, When we come back, there's actually food for your brain, and it'll make you smarter, and it'll do a whole lot of things, and we want to make sure you eat it. Plus, we've got a couple of challenges. We'll be right back. So welcome back to Really Healthy. We're so glad you're with us. We were just talking about intermittent fasting, and I just I have one more thought. I've got to squeeze in, okay? Squeeze There's in. There's so much here. So working out and intermittent fasting, I think the ideal time to do your workout is at the end of your fast. Because think about when you're hungry. When people are hungry, are they sleeping on the couch? Or are they like revved up? Right. Think of the way we use the word hungry, right? You're hungry for passion or success or anyway, so when you're hungry, your body actually kind of gives you a kick in the pants and is like Go find that tiger you need to eat. So that's the time to do your workout. So when you're fasting, at the end of your fast, do your workout, then eat your meal. So it's, it's a little bit different than what you would think because you go, oh, I've been fasting all this time. I'll be tired. I'll be lethargic. Right. So it's kind of a little different. I like that too. Yeah. So all try right. it. So okay. we, have a, we have one of our viewers who asked this question. Cheryl Worsley, what are some of the tips to avoid porking out for Christmas? Do you have some low-risk holiday treat recipes? I have an awesome recipe. You ready for it? (laughs) Can't wait. Nuts. (laughs) Nuts? Just eat nuts. (laughs) I love that. But it's a great holiday treat. People give them to you, a handful of nuts. It's filling. It's healthy. And it's easy to prepare, isn't it? It's easy. Unless it comes in the shell, right? Yeah. And you know what? At the holiday party, you be the one who brings the veggie tray. Because if you bring it, you'll eat it. You'll eat it. Right? Yeah. Okay. So vegetables and nuts to the holiday parties. For sure. Love it. Okay. Um, so there is um, another article. In the th- news. In the news that talks about certain foods that help your brain to be younger, healthier, more vibrant. Right. So I read this article and I was like, everything we've talked about on the show so far over all these episodes is, hello, we've been talking about foods for your brain. We've talked about prebiotics and probiotics and omega-3s and intermittent fasting, all of those things are in this article as being good for your brain. And when we were talking before the show, you had a completely different take from yeah, this article. I, I really did. And, and you know, we always think about you got to have a healthy heart or you, you know, your arteries have to be healthy or, or your cholesterol has to be down or all these different things or you know, what's flowing through your blood and, yeah. and, uh, and the oxygen you're getting and all this. But no one, I, I don't know that I've ever heard anyone talk about how to nourish your brain. And, and we don't really think about you know, that your brain is such a, a vital part of your health and your wellness and having the ability or having the awareness of um, being conscious of your mind, I think is something that... I hadn't really thought about it. I really hadn't thought about it until we yeah. started this. And yet it's such a vital part of um, our, our, you know, we think of our emotions, we think of our mental well-being and just how, how we're thinking about life and, and our, our future or our present or everything. And, and it's, it's, it's in our brains. Yeah. Well, let's review some of the foods in the article, right? So these yeah. are foods that fuel your brain. Tell me if you've heard of these before, that we've addressed them before. So probiotics. So you have your sauerkraut kimchi, your yogurt, right? Prebiotics, whole grains, eat more whole grains, lots of fiber. Um, Leafy greens, 
because you're getting antioxidants. Blueberries, great source of antioxidants. Nuts and fish, your omega-3s. Um, and intermittent fasting, which we've talked about quite a bit today, all of those things are ways to make your brain healthier. To actually help your brain. Yeah. One thing, though, this article did mention so is... So not, it's not like some magical, crazy food out there or something. No. It's just it's just food that's readily available and is really good for you and just being conscious of adding that and making sure it's part of your diet. Yeah, and telling yourself that you're fueling your brain. You're creating a healthy brain because... That's really motivation. I mean, I can tell you a lot of things I'm willing to lose on my body, but I don't want to lose my brain. No, I, yeah. It gives me motivation to eat those healthy foods. Yeah, it really does. It makes you wonder. You, you see people that are older in their life, and they're so active, and they're so healthy, and you wonder if through their life they haven't, you know, maybe just by sheer accident, not consciously being aware of it, that they they actually ate a lot of these foods on a regular basis, and, and they were able to, you know, I, I just think of uh, yeah. President uh, Bush, who lived to 94, and he's just like, look, you know, I can sit and drool in a chair, or I can get up and I can go be active in my life. Just because I'm old doesn't mean I, I don't have to not be a participant or be active in my life. Although I did hear in his funeral today, George W. Bush said that George H. Bush would not eat his vegetables. <laughs> Uh-oh. He did say that. <laughs> but that's great. Okay, but he, he probably exercised a lot. And he probably, maybe he intermittent fasted. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. Um, we have a couple of challenges this week, so go to the website and check them out. It's Reverse Lunges. Reverse Lunge Balance. So there's a video on our website where I taught Scott how to do this. So it was probably your favorite move we've ever done. Oh, you do a reverse favorite. lunge, you come up, you balance, you're holding a weight overhead, and it's great for oh, strength. Yeah. yeah, you remember? Yeah. You loved it. Oh, yeah. You're so love it. So give that a shot. It's a new move to try and add to your exercise library. Cool. And then we have... Of course, we have our new nutritional challenge as well. Okay, so you're, this is a challenge for this week. So you're listening to the podcast. Start right now with this nutrition challenge. We want you to eat one of those brain-healthy foods that we mentioned, or they're on our website. Eat one of those foods at least once a day. So in your life, do you actually do that? I mean, maybe I'm putting you on the spot here. Are you conscious of eating brain-healthy food all the time? Well, I have, look, that's a new concept even for me. I don't think about it as fueling my brain, but that's exciting to me and new motivation. When I eat healthy, I do it because I feel better. I just know that I feel better. I, overall, I'm happier. I have more energy. I don't feel bloated. I, I want to go work out. I mean, just when I eat healthy foods, overall, I'm a better version of me. And, um, in your daily routine about, like, your meals, how, how often do you intermittent fast? Are yeah, you, basically. Do you, do you try different a, things? You know what? I'm I've never really asked you this. I so. know. I have always been an in-the-closet breakfast skipper because okay. it was so bad to skip breakfast. But I was like, that's my routine. Yeah. I don't really eat breakfast. I, I do a workout in the morning, and then I tend to eat a, a nice lunch and a nice dinner. Um, and I always try to cook dinner at home and eat at the table with my family. But breakfast is r super sketchy for me. So you don't you don't have any crazy meal plans or, or no. things. You just have kind of a, a certain routine, and you you try to eat healthy food um, yes, all the time. Are there times when you don't? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I I was one time in Wendy's, which I'm not proud of. It was a long time ago, but I'll never forget it. I mean, I eat bad all the time. Right. I do. But one time I was in a fast food restaurant, and I was eating what you eat at fast food. And this lady came up to me. And she goes, I have counted every French fry you ate. She's like, because I read your book. 
<laughs> which my book was all about healthy eating. Anyways, it was funny. I was caught at Wendy's. But um, yeah, I don't eat perfectly for sure. But I'm always trying to balance. I'm always... The, the thing that works for me is I never give up and I always say, whatever. I shake it off and I get back on track. Yeah, cool. So. No, I love your attitude about all this. It's 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 a very healthy atti- attitude <laughs> and it's helpful to me too. All right, thank you so much for, for joining us for another episode of Really Healthy. Our show is brought to you by Alpine Plastic Surgery. We want to thank them so much. Go to our website, reallyhealthyshow.com. Visit us on all of our lovely social sites, uh, the Really Healthy uh, podcast in, on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, we'd love to have you. Thanks for, for joining us. And, we, and for Melanie, I'm Scott, and I, we want to wish you a really healthy day. This program does not provide medical advice. The contents of this program are for informational purposes only. The program is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this program. Bonneville International does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned on the program. Reliance on any information provided on the program is solely at your own risk.